Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Episode 6 Hello, thanks for joining us for this special Wednesday night episode of Dogman Encounters Radio. I'm Vic Cundiff, and I'll be your host as we listen to eyewitness encounters involving one of the most terrifying cryptids, Dogmen. How many times have you been in the woods when you would have sworn you weren't alone? You would have given almost anything to know for sure if there really was something out there watching you, or if maybe it was just a figment of your imagination. Our guest tonight, Richard Eady, has an unusual knack for seeing things in the woods. He's here tonight to talk about that knack as well as the Dogman Encounter he had years ago. Richard, welcome to Dogman Encounters Radio. Well, thanks, Rick. Thank you for inviting me. You've got a lot of knowledge to share. I'm really looking forward to hearing about all the good things you have to say. I found out about you and your knack for noticing things in videos. People send you videos, I've noticed, to have you analyze them, and it just shocked me how many things that you notice that were in these videos that the people who sent them to you had no idea about. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I just, uh, a knack it seems I have. It's funny how so many people just live their day-to-day lives ignoring what's around them. They're, they have their thoughts on other things. Everything but what's right there in front of them. Have you always been so observant, or is that something that you had to develop over the years? I guess I've just developed it over the years. Uh, I see things that other people don't see. I can't explain it. To get the point across that you do know your way around the woods, please tell our listeners about the time you've spent in the woods and how you came to be so knowledgeable about it. I was born and raised on a small farm. It's it's a a very lightly sparse populated suburban area. So I was always out in the woods when I was a kid and doing my research. I do Bigfoot research mostly, but I'm open to all all aspects of it, everything else that goes along with it. I'm not just looking at one thing, one creature. I'm looking for everything. That's how I've come across seeing the dog man at one time. When you were a kid, did you have an interest in Bigfoot or things that go bump in the night? No. No, actually I didn't. I saw one when I was a kid, about 12 years old, but I didn't. I thought it was a bad dream until I was in high school. I happened to see a picture of one. So I wasn't really, no, I wasn't interested in any of that. Didn't know anything about it. Back in the 60s, you didn't have the information that you have nowadays. Before you saw that Bigfoot when you were 12, did you even have an idea that they were out there? No. No, no, sir. None. You mentioned your dogman encounter. Please tell us the chain of events that led up to you being at the location where you had that encounter. I I researched like I used to squirrel hunt back when I was young. I used to hunt all the time. And uh, when I squirrel hunt, you take a few steps, and then you stop and listen. Then you take a few steps, and you stop and listen, and you pay attention to what's in front of you, behind you, all around you. And just at one instance, I was having my camera pointing down the path I was taking, and I turned to my left on the other hill, say about 100 yards, about 50 yards away from me, the rise of the next ridge stop there, there was this thing standing there looking right straight at me, and it was a dog man, no doubt in my mind. How far away was it? I'm guessing about 50, 60 yards away, something like that. It might be a little bit more. Not much more than that, I don't think. Wow, that's pretty close. Was there anything between you and that dogman blocking your view of it? No, Vic, there was absolutely nothing just there. Of course, I'm in the forest, but there was a gully and then back up and then the, the hillside, the hill right there. So there was absolutely nothing in the way of me seeing it. I see it clearly. Now, what time of year was this? I'm thinking it was early fall, just about this time of year right now. Bright, clear day. When you saw this dog man, had it already noticed that you were there and it was standing there watching you? I guess I caught it when it was walking or something. I don't know, because when I turned around and looked at it, it froze. Straight, just froze solid, still like a statue. But I could tell it wasn't a tree or anything because I could see the ears sticking straight out from its head. And I could see the snout. I could see the legs. I could see everything. But the moment I turned around just for a second, because whenever I see something like this, you should keep your eye on it. But at the same time, you don't know if this is a setup and there's something getting ready to attack you from behind. So, you know, just like all the creatures, you know, you, when you see one, pay attention, especially behind you. Really listen. And I heard something like a 
like a tree, uh, stick snap or something, and I turned my head. When I looked back around, it was gone. Wow, that really makes you wonder if it wasn't alone and one of its buddies did distract you so that it could disappear. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just always, when I'm out there without any firearm or anything, I'm just out there with a stick in my camera. I'm just trying to stay aware of everything, aware of everything around me. Since it was 50 to 60 yards away and nothing was blocking your view of it, you obviously got a really good view of how it looked. As far as size goes, how tall was it? I'd say approximately about seven feet tall. Seven, seven and a half feet tall. That's pretty normal for size. As far as weight goes, how much do you think it weighed? Oh, uh, probably about good 300 pounds, I guess. It wasn't fat or anything. I mean, it was slim and well-built, but uh, um, just from some of the... Um, Muscular, I guess you'd say, so muscle weighs quite a bit. I'm, I'm guessing probably right, right around 300 pounds. On prior shows, I've mentioned the fact that I'm convinced that there are two different types of cryptids out there that people refer to as being dogmen. You've got a canine type that basically, in most cases, looks like uh, a wolf that's standing upright on two legs. You've also got a type of cryptid that looks more Bigfoot-like, but it's got a snout, whereas obviously Bigfoot does not. Sasquatches do not. This one that you saw, I take it it was standing facing you so that you didn't get to see a side profile of its muzzle, correct? No, I did get to see a side profile. It was, I saw the frontal view of the body, but the side profile of the snout, and I'd say the snout looked like a German Shepherd almost. So it did have an elongated snout, just like a, a wolf or a German Shepherd then? Yes, sir. Yes. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As far as its legs went, did its legs look canine with that backwards knee look? Absolutely canine, yes. What state was this in? In uh, southwest Ohio. Southwest Ohio, okay. Now, as far as color goes, was this one black, or if not, what kind of color? Brown. It's about the same brown as what you have on a German Shepherd, that sandy brown color. Did its fur look long, about the same length as the German Shepherd's? Yeah, pretty close. But now its legs were different. I mean, the legs were the same as a dog. But you know how a hyena is speckled? From the waist down, it had like polka dots. Black rings in the fur, on the brown fur, all the way down. Oh, interesting. Did you notice, as far as its arms went, or upper limbs go, were they unnaturally long in appearance, or did they look fairly normal length for, say, a wolf that was up on two legs? You know, I I saw the front legs, sitting there trying to remember, I I guess they looked about normal, except for the hands. The hands looked like, more like our hands, only being dog paws. I think I follow you. Could you explain that a little more? Well, it's like, the fingers looked like they were sticking out like our fingers would, unnatural for a dog, with with a thumb, like our thumb, but it was uh, covered in fur and, and had looked like it had claws like a dog, but they were moving like we move our hands instead of the way a dog would, with paws. Oh, that makes sense. But I didn't really see it move because it was sticking still, but it, just the way it was standing with its fingers splayed out, it, that's the way it looked. It, it looked more human-like than than animal. Did you ever hear it make any sounds? No. You were 50 to 60 yards away, so it might not have been likely that you would have smelled anything, but I still need to ask. No, no, there was no odor whatsoever. After that twig or stick snapped behind you, did that plant the seed? You already mentioned that you're always aware to the fact in a situation like that that it might be a setup, there might be more than one. Did that whole idea that it was not alone, especially after that stick snapped, was that the at the front of your thoughts, or were you just mainly focused on that one in front of you? No, I'm always focused on what's around me when I'm out in the woods. What do you have to say, Rick, about people that go out camping, unarmed, alone, that have no idea that these things are out there? 
Well, even just for the animals that are in the wherever you're camping at, you know, you can get online and find out what the natural habitat and the natural animals are. I'm sure you have some type of predators. You always need to safeguard and, and think ahead. It's like uh, I talk to rangers quite often, you know, let them know what I'm doing. Let them know I'm not a kook. You know? <laughs> and, and 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 they all agree with me. I go out, like, you know, I don't always go out with my backpack, but even when I do go out, I have a a, a belt type arrangement where I keep uh, fluids with me, a compass. I keep uh, two compasses. I keep. Um, uh, fire starting material. Of course, I smoke, so I always have a lighter, but I always carry an extra lighter, two extra flashlights, batteries, and of course, my cell phone. You know, you always got to think ahead, because if you're out there in the woods and something happens to you, or you can break a leg, or, or something happens if you got a companion with you, you know, you need to be able to think, on, are you going to be able to carry them out, or are they going to be able to carry you out, or, you know, you, you always have to think about that. And then, you know, as far as weapons, you always got to think about that, too. What are you going to do if you confront a bear? Do you, do you have bear spray, or do you have a horn, or, or do you have a weapon? You have to you have to think about that. Things that so many people never even consider before they head on out into the wilderness, and that's a shame. After you had that one encounter with the dog man, have there ever been other times where you think you might have been in the presence of one? No, not really. Um, I mean, I've seen some footprints that I thought were... Um, Rather large for a dog. I mean, uh, good four inches across. I've seen that in the general area, and they were only just three toed. There weren't. There was no paw print in the back, and I thought that was really strange. But that was about it. After you saw that dog man standing over there looking at you, how did that play out? Did you head for the high country, or did you stand there until obviously you turned around and it was gone? Did you? head that direction to look for prints how'd that play out no after seeing that thing i'm not i'm, I'm not uh, especially with no gun or anything on me i'm not uh, i'm not too big on looking <laughs> looking for it you know <laughs> i didn't want to tangle that thing but i did i sat there for a while stood there for a while I laid up against a tree and tried to blend in and just stood still and uh, see if i seen any movement or anything that would catch my eye anywhere around me i never did see anything but you know, I was trying to be incognito in the woods and see if something would try to sneak around or poke its head out from a tree and look at me, you know, and nothing ever came about. Did you, later on down the road, ever come back there with a friend or with more protection and look for evidence or anything? You know, I never did. I mean, I've been back there with different people, and of course I had protection. Actually, I forgot about it. It seems like, I don't know, I have a... um hit-miss memory, seems like. I Things that I try to remember, I can remember, you know, like that right there. But since I mostly focused my research on Bigfoot, I took that dogman encounter as just another strange creature that I come across in my research. Yeah, I don't think you're ever fully prepared to see something like that. Bigfoot is all over the news, obviously. You can't hardly turn on the TV without seeing a show about Bigfoot. But since Dogman, as you know, is just does not get any attention, it seems like, when you do run into something like one, how can you not just be floored by it? So that's understandable. Most of the people that have sent you videos to analyze Rick 
have been related to Bigfoot, but I've seen on YouTube some videos that people have sent to you that just might contain dogmen. Could you talk about some of those videos and what you found in them? Well, yeah, there's a, on, on YouTube, uh, I'm 73 Road Runner 1, and um, it was some different people that they weren't actually send them to me. What, what happens if I see a video that I like and I'll, I'll email the person or I'll get on YouTube, you know, and I'll write out, hey, can I have permission to review it? And if, you have to ask permission first nowadays. In the old days, you didn't have to, but now you do. And if they say, okay, then I'll go ahead and do a review. And I said, is it okay if I posted my review on there? And they said, well, can I, you know, look at it first? And if they okay it, then I go ahead and do it. But uh, uh, TCSJR Bigfoot, he and Blue Tiger 1, we're uh, doing a video, and I happened to capture where a limb broke behind him. And when I slowed it down, and I have no fancy equipment or anything. All thing I have is the same computer and screen that you have and a mouse. And all I do is just take my index finger and stop start really fast with the mouse. That's the only thing I, that's the only thing I do. And when I slowed the video down, you could see right there behind him, not very far behind him, there was something back there broke a limb over it. It doesn't look like a Bigfoot. It doesn't look exactly like a dog man because the snout's missing, but everything else about it looks like a dog man. So I don't know what it is. That is a really interesting video for anyone that hasn't seen that. Like Rick mentioned, if you go on to YouTube and do a search for his name, his screen name, you'll see that video and, and plenty others that are very interesting just like that. I didn't ask you, Rick, do you go out looking for dog men? trying to seek out a possible encounter now. No, actually I don't look for dog man. I you know, it's uh there's so much Bigfoot's rare enough as it is. Let alone dog man. I just figured that's just gonna be another chance encounter. But now some of the Indian people that I speak to online, they say that there's a lot of different creatures that hang around Bigfoot. A lot of them that the Indians were terrified of, and Indians aren't afraid of anything I know of. Uh, Dogman is one I'm there afraid of. I've done a lot of research, and there's a possibility that Dogman and, and all that is is related to um, some of the uh, Egyptian deities. I've kind of been going down that line to see if any of them that the pictures of the deities from the Egyptian times look similar to what I saw. I'm not up on all of them, but yeah, I was going through the male ones. I haven't gone through the female ones yet. I don't know what I want. The one I looked at, being canine, you're not going to have the same body references as you do with a Bigfoot or a woman or a man or, you know. You're not going to be able to tell a male from a female on a dog man like you can Bigfoot or with people. That makes sense. I can't remember once hearing an eyewitness say that they noticed any genitalia on a dog man that they saw. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, the only difference you'd have would be the, the tits. If, you, you know, one was nursing pups or something. That's the only thing you'd be able to tell that I know of. You just hit on something I want to talk about at least a little bit. It's obvious in Native American culture, you see totem poles reflecting the existence of Sasquatch. But I can't remember ever seeing any references like that to dogmen. I'm not saying that Native Americans didn't have dogmen as even a big part of their culture. But from talking to your Native American friends, have they shared with you why you just don't seem to see dogmen being mentioned publicly in their culture? No, I haven't. I didn't really ask them anything about dogmen. I asked them one time about Bigfoot. and. You know, they just don't really want to talk about this stuff to us. They what they th- what they told me was they exist, they're there, and that was the end of the subject. It was almost as if I was preaching a taboo subject. You know, I wasn't uh, privy to it. I got a real cold shoulder on that one. That was that was odd to me. From what I hear, that's a pretty common reaction when someone like you or me inquires about dogmen or or Bigfoot, unless you know them really well. You normally don't get much info. Yeah, it's strange because I'm engaged to one and my mother lost 99% Cherokee and, and that's the answer. She she was very cold about it to me, which is really odd. Wow, yeah, that is strange. I wonder, too, if it's because of their fear. I know there are a lot of Native Americans, from what I've been told that, and I've heard some of them say this, that they believe talking about things like dogmen or skinwalkers tends to have a way of bringing them on. I wonder if that's lying at the base of why they don't like to talk about it. Very good. Very good, yeah. I believe there's a very good possibility of that. But, but that's strange, though, because when you talk about stuff, sometimes, just like a mass of people thinking one item, then all of a sudden you'll start noticing it more. But when you're out in the woods, the less you think about it, the more likely you'll come across it. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about that, but that does make sense. Talking about going out and looking for one of these things, what kind of advice would you have to give to someone that wants to go out and try to find a dog man? Well, take a big gun first thing. (laughs) 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 Take take one big enough to break down a bear. 
biggest thing when I'm doing my research and things is like, and I tell people all this all the time, is really pay attention to the shadows. Uh, you know, if you can see the shadows going in one direction away from the sun, you really pay attention to the shadows because sometimes there might be something standing on the opposite side of the tree, you know, facing you, and right off the bat you thinking it's a shadow coming off another tree, and it might. I've seen videos where things were standing right in front of people and they didn't see them. You said pay attention to the shadows. You're looking for a shadow that's moving? Or a shadow that's opposite direction of the rest of the shadows, or a shadow that's somewhere where if you sit there and look at the trees and where all these shadows are, and also there's one shadow that's that's there that you don't see where it would originate from, like a shadow of possibly a tree, but there's no tree there to cast a shadow. So it's a good possibility it's not a shadow. Oh, I see. That makes sense. I've got you. You mentioned going out prepared for running into one of these things, being armed, in other words. How dangerous do you think they are? Well, just like any wild animal, if it, if it is true an animal, it could be very dangerous. They're extremely quiet, they're extremely fast, and, you know, they're that's their environment. Given the right opportunity, I'm sure they could be very dangerous. But they seem to be, you know, the, the one encounter I had, uh, they seem to want absolutely nothing to do with us. That's one of the frustrating things about this this whole phenomenon, Rick. I see more people than I should that are convinced that there is no danger associated with being in the presence of a dog man. Yes, there are loads and loads of reported encounters where people come into close proximity with one of these things and walk away unscathed. No problem. They didn't even have any aggressive display sent their way from the dog man they encountered. But there are encounters also out there where that wasn't the case. I've seen people online make comments such as that they think that dogmen are just big dogs. If you don't threaten them, there's nothing to worry about whatsoever. From what you've said, I take it you don't subscribe to that idea. No. No. They First off, they're meat eaters. They're canines. That's what they eat. That's what I'm made out of. All creatures out of the woods. You don't know. Are you walking? Are they... Do they have young? Are they going to be protecting their young, just like bears or cougars or anything else? You don't know what their temperament or what their, are they hungry right then? You don't know. If you're out there by yourself, if you have somebody with you, then that's, that's even better. But if you're out there by yourself, you have to think of all contingencies and just don't, don't take for granted what somebody sits on a couch on the internet's going to type out. Don't, don't believe that. If you're out there in the woods, just be prepared for everything. That's what the rangers want you to be. They don't want to have to go out there looking for a body. Yeah, I'm sure that definitely wouldn't be a good situation. Going back to your encounter, who did you tell? Did you go home and tell someone about what you had seen, or did you keep it to yourself? No, I guess I kept it to myself. I might have told a few of my um, YouTube friends. Uh, there was like a small circle of researchers. I might have mentioned something to them. You know, have you ever seen anything like this out there? <laughs> There's a lot of things I see out there that we really don't talk about that much because I don't just focus on one straight thing i you know i i engulf the whole spectrum of this research and dogman is just part of it since dogmen seem to be so rare do you ever think they are ever going to be proven to exist mm, given time yeah probably i would say so because you know you might be talking two or three hundred years you know you don't know it might be 50 years, or it might be 10 years, you know, you, know, you just don't know. There's no way to expect 
what's going to happen in the future. It comes as a surprise, but there are loads of people out there that are neck deep into this that couldn't care less if they are discovered or officially recognized as a, a living species. Having said all that, do you care whether dogmen are or aren't officially recognized? No, no, not really. I know what I saw and or have seen while I've been out there. I tell you one thing, though. I mean, I'm, I know what I've seen. I don't need no scientist to tell me what I saw or didn't see. But I can tell you one thing. Things are a lot different than they were 30 years ago. There's a lot more out there than there was back in the old days. Oh, there are more dogmen out there, you're saying, than what there used to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more signs. You see a lot more footprints. Now, it might be because I've noticed more now than I did, say, 30 years ago. But even I talked to a lot of hunters. And uh, they go, oh, I've never seen anything like that. I've been out in the woods all the time, blah, blah, you know, and I tell everybody, it's like, when you go to a grocery store and you're going to go buy diapers, did you see that sale on toothpicks over there? No, you didn't because you were looking for diapers. That's the same thing when you're hunting. You're looking for deer, you're looking for rabbit or squirrel, you're not looking for anything else. So you're not going to see the dog man or the Sasquatch or, you know, unless the one just jumps out in front of you. So there could be a lot more going on out there than anybody realizes. Also, too, if there is more sign out there now, if they're being seen more often now than how many there were that were being seen back 30 years ago, when you consider how many more people there were that were out in the woods some time ago compared to how many go out in the woods now, that should really say something about how their numbers are increasing. Having said all that, do you have any idea why it might be that their numbers are growing so much? I don't know if it's so much that their numbers are growing, but there's a lot more people now than there was before, and a lot more more people going out in the woods. So it's just like opening day with deer season. The more people there are in the woods, the more the critters out there move around. And the more they move around, the more likely you're going to have a sighting. I didn't ask you, Rick, when we were talking about the whole whether you cared if they were proven to exist or not, I didn't ask you if you were pro-kill or no-kill. I don't really want to kill anything. I, I did a lot of hunting when I was younger, and I don't have the heart for it now. So, you know, Jane, what was that lady's name, Jane Goodall, did the uh, Mountain of Gorillas? She didn't kill any of them to prove their existence. I'm kind of on the no-kill side. I definitely agree. I'm not a fan of the idea of going out and killing one of these things. For those out there that do subscribe to that idea, I've heard a lot of them mention ideas that I don't see how they could possibly pull it off without putting themselves in a very sticky position where they might be the ones that are done in by the situation. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I believe there's a... I honestly believe that these creatures would have retribution against you if you did something like that, or your family. Who knows? I'll bet you're right. Can you imagine what would happen if you did happen to kill a dog man and it wasn't alone and its family members saw that i can't even imagine what would happen yeah i mean you know there's one thing i have learned about this research is just because you're out in the woods doing your research and you think well i'm going out of the woods and getting in my car i'm gonna go home well the things happen at home sometimes too i'm not going into the bad side of it or anything but you'll hear things and and you know something's around you something follows you home sometimes you just got to be careful if you're going to be going out there to shoot one the Native Americans that you were talking to about this probably didn't touch on this. You probably didn't even ask about this. But what are your thoughts on dogmen and Bigfoot occupying the same area? I've heard it told both ways. There's a camp that believes that they mix like oil and water. They never come together. Or that when a dogman or dogmen come into a, a given area where Sasquatch are, that drives the Sasquatch off. I've also received reports from eyewitnesses telling me that they witnessed, they saw a dogman and Sasquatch together. What's your take on that? Any opinions? Well, the dogman was in the area where I was doing the research, and I've seen a lot of footprints from Bigfoot. And obviously they were together in that area where I was doing my research. And the Indians that I've spoken to, they... Um, they said one usually is hand in hand with the other. Oh, they did say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You'd mentioned how you need to watch your P's and Q's because if you have a... That sounds like trouble howling in the background, is it? Yeah, it's my dog. My girlfriend and her daughter just got home, so... For anyone listening, Trouble is the name of Rick's dog. If you haven't seen Trouble, yeah. Trouble's cute as a button. I'll tell you what. A little bit bigger now, but yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. Now, you talked about being careful and what you do to them because they can have a way of 
possibly following you home. Does your area where you live, does it have a history of dogman encounters or activity? Not that I know of. You know, like you say, it's, it's so sparsely spoken of. I've never spoken to anybody else that has, has an encounter or anything. So it's not fair for me. I can't really give you a good answer on that because I don't know. That's definitely a good thing, it sounds like. I don't think you'd want to have to worry about dealing with them hanging around if you have to go out and chop wood or anything. No. What, in your opinion, Rick, is the biggest mistake people that are into dogmen make? What do most of these people have wrong more often than not? As with most all cryptids, I think they just want to go up and check it out too close. I think that's the biggest thing. Keeping an open mind to everything around you and don't be so narrow-minded. Say, well, I'm only searching for this right here. I'm only looking for ants. Uh, I can't see the anthill, that old phrase. Can't see the forest for the trees. Right, right. Keep an open mind. With you being into this field for as long as you've been into it, I know you know about David Polita's books. What's your take on the whole missing 411 postulation that, and David never did come out and say, hey, I do think it's Bigfoot, or hey, I do think it's it's dogmen that are causing so many people to turn up missing in national parks. But what's your whole take on that? Do you think that possibly it just might be dogmen or, or Sasquatch that are causing so many hikers and campers to come up missing? I don't really know. It was a good book, and I haven't read it all. There's a lot into that. A lot of it is just getting lost and then dying of dehydration or whatever. And, of course, the animals will carry off the body. I'm sure of that. And you'll never find anything any remains. But there's a possibility some of it there is, uh, is related to, you know, dog man and Bigfoot. Possibility. You know, you've heard stories. That it's just, it's another one of those things that I can't give you an honest opinion because I don't have enough information to, to do that. Oh, sure. What's really scary about that, though, Rick, is the fact that one book wasn't enough. There are so many instances of this happening that Dave had to write three books to cover, and he still didn't cover it all. Now, that's a, an eye-opener. Right, and the biggest thing is the fact that the Forest Service and the Park Service won't do anything about it. They won't, you know, keep any records. Or that's, that's the bad part, because they don't want the bad publicity. I understand that, but... Human life is more important than the publicity. Oh, sure. One thing that's always gotten me through this is, obviously this is the case with Sasquatch, but it's also the case, in my opinion, with dogmen. When you live in the city, or even in the suburbs, as long as you're not right on the edge of the city or on the edge of the burbs, it's easy to think that I'm so far removed from where they might be that I've got nothing to worry about as far as them being around. But as you well know, with all the waterways and all the tracts of, of woods that are still reaching into areas like that, who's to say that in the middle of the night or maybe even during the day when no one's in those woods, they're not coming right in up close to where you might be. Any thoughts on that? Sure, I've seen lots cases where the uh, you can see where something big had been laying down right next to a highway and I think uh, it was National Geographic one of them I was watching a lot of big animals predators sometimes live closer to the human population because that's where the food is people that research crows and that will tell you, you know, the birds will be wherever the humans are because that's where the food is 
And I've researched with people, I think, well, this animal can't get from these set of woods to the other set of woods. I said, they can cross the road. There's pipes that go underneath the roadways. You know, even the freeways, people say, well, you know, there's cars on the freeway all the time. Somebody would have said something, you know, well, there's huge pipes where streams run underneath the freeways. They can get around all over the place. They don't, they don't need to walk across the roadway all the time. That's a really good point. Something that is easy to overlook. Yeah, these things are definitely all over in all kinds of places that you would not expect them to be. Well, having said that, Rick, in closing, do you have any final points you'd like to share with the audience? No, just keep no bond and, and uh, be careful and be safe and always think about safety when you're out there. Do your research. And, you know, everybody says, what do you do if you find one? I never really always thought about that. I never really do what I do, do. So you need to think about that, too, you know, what what you're going to do when you get your evidence. Those sound like really good words of wisdom. Well, Rick, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. I really do appreciate it. Please don't be a stranger. Well, I appreciate your invite, and I appreciate the time and enjoy the time we've spoken with one another, and hopefully we can do this again sometime. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again so much. Well, you have yourself a great night, okay? All right, you do the same, and thank you. Thank you, sir. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.